0: Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to For the Love of Reiki. This is Paula Vale, your host. And today our episode is about learning Reiki, what it's like to open that door and connect with that and bring that into your life. I have two guests today. I have Jeannie Van Hove, who is a level 2 Reiki master, and I have Naomi Hansen, who is a master teacher. In Reiki. So we're going to be discussing what, how it's changed their life and how they got into it, what brought that desire. So um, we'll start out here with Jeannie. Good morning and welcome. Good morning, Paula. Thank
2: you for having me. Um, I am so excited uh, to talk about Reiki. Um, I found out about Reiki uh, by doing a little bit of internet web search, but my reason for it was Looking for some uh, health issues um, that I had, chronic health issues, and I found um, a guided to Paula Vale, where uh, she performed uh, some Reiki sessions on me for healing, and it was so such a good feeling um, that um, after a couple sessions with Paula, I wanted I started asking about how I could learn how to do Reiki. So then I started as a student with Paula in the Level 1 where you uh, perform Reiki sessions on yourself and just so excited about it. Um, I got my Reiki certificate, which it was a piece of paper, um, which to me is motivating, but at the same time, it uh, just made me feel good. And so it really motivated me to learn more about it. And so I went on to the Level 2 where... uh, it allowed me to uh, do Reiki sessions on friends and family. And that's where it just really super put me in awe on uh, how Reiki works and the positive uh, benefits that I saw uh, with family and friends when I did Reiki.
1: How, how did the fact that you could have that energy running through you and sharing that with others, how did that make you physically and emotionally feel? And what did you see with, with the people that you were practicing with?
2: How it made me feel, I think um, I've always had the intention that I like to help people. And when you can lay hand, do Reiki sessions with hands on a loved one, and help their migraine headache go away, um, help the pain in their shoulder go away, um, help uh, people with maybe some emotional issues. It it was just very satisfying to see that um, I was able to uh, really help people feel better.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. And isn't that just opening and enlightening and oh, it just makes our hearts swell. Naomi, tell us a little bit what brought you into your Reiki journey and what it's been like for you, yourself, and the family and friends and
3: everyone around you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me here today, Paula. Thank you, my dear. I appreciate it. It's quite an honor. I have to say, the journey has been nothing but amazing and just simply such a blessing. Um, From the time that I heard about Reiki to having my first experience with a headache myself, and a dear friend performed Reiki on me, and it was such a blessing to have it just go away, just in a matter of two seconds. What an amazing gift that this is for all to enjoy, because it's infinite. There is no limit out there for Reiki. It's simply marvelous. I have to say it has opened my eyes to so many new opportunities within myself and my family, my children. They are my biggest clients. They come to me for all their (laughs) boo-boos and tummy aches and stubbed toes. (laughs) I love it. Um, They come to me for just about anything. And it's adorable to watch one of my children make her own little Reiki bed and wow. perform Reiki on her baby dolls. <laughs> so, you know, we're teaching the younger generations how to grow up and learn on their own. It's beautiful. Um, it's wonderful to help my husband with a sore arm after working all day long, um, to a coworker who has a headache or who has cramps or a backache. For them to actually say, okay, yeah, let me go see Naomi and to come over and say, can you please help me? Oh, or just simply look at me <laughs> oh. and know that just giving them a hug makes them feel better. It's an amazing honor. Isn't it just a beautiful gift? And it's so wonderful that
1: anyone can learn this. Anyone can open this up. And... Once you receive that first initiation, that first attunement, which opens you up to the Reiki, I mean, that creates this path that can just go on forever and manifest what you didn't even know was possible. It's just such a great gift to share. And a little later in the show, Naomi's going to talk about what it's been like for her to progress up to a master teacher and taking that on and you know the responsibility and the honor and and what that's like to open that door for people. Now have either of you done any work, I'll start with you Naomi, with like pets or animals. Have you seen anything on on
3: that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, My beloved Tank, my lab who recently passed away, um, I was performing Reiki on him as he left his physical body with us Mm -hmm. and it was beautiful to help him comfort in his time of need I do it all the time in my home and my pug she just hops up in my lap constantly (laughs) and my cat they're just like constantly hopping in my lap as soon as my hands activate they're just they want it yes they are energy lovers I tell you I had an unusual experience when I went to Arizona for a family event there was this pigeon by the pool and I could tell it was injured and it came up, hopped in my hands and allowed me to do Reiki on this pigeon. It was beautiful. I took a picture because I was just in awe and amazement that this lovely pigeon came up to me and asked for this healing and allowed me to just Simply hold that space and allow that energy to flow through oh, for wow. this pigeon. Oh, that is it so cool. It was so beautiful. My family just sat in the pool watching like, what's going on? <laughs> they couldn't even really say anything. It was so amazing. Oh, that
1: is wonderful. <laughs> Have you had any experiences with animals? Um,
2: No, Jenny? I haven't. Um, I haven't been around animals where... Um, I've, I've been able to use Reiki. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that um, one of the biggest things that I love about Reiki is when I do Reiki on myself as well as clients or family and friends, it's so exciting because I've always been um, a non-proponent of any type of uh, drugs. And so to be able to help somebody where they don't have to take migraine medication or uh, different inflammation uh, drugs and they can use the natural method. Um, I think is a lot healthier for the body.
1: Oh, isn't that spectacular? Yes, yes. Because the Reiki can do so much as far as you know pain relief, which which studies now are showing uh, proof, the statistics on the pain relief, and actually, like let let's say someone has a cold or they're recovering from. An illness, and they're on an antibi- antibiotic. Well, antibiotics actually lower our immune system. They they damage our immune system. Where Reiki energy is the opposite, it brings up our immune system. It boosts our immune system. So you can have someone, a family member, a client, a friend who's recovering from. A surgery or a treatment or an illness and you can help them so much just in that one little part which is raising their immune system giving it a big boost as well as what you do for their emotions with fear and you know anguish stress of being ill and that's one thing uh, Reiki is so wonderful in hospice is um, people that are transcending and ready to shift from their body. Um, so we'll go on, but they're going to leave their physical vehicle. And, you know, naturally we can have fear with that. And that Reiki, being the loving energy from source that it is, it really helps them with their fear. And that's just a beautiful thing. So it covers so much. And you're right, you can do so much in offering relief. To people without a medication which a, a drug which drugs have their place but then they also do what they do to our bodies oh, uh, what's your thought on that naomi
3: absolutely i completely agree with you on that information yeah. yeah if you read the list of a prescription bottle oh you can take this for this medication for the problem that you have but here are the side effects and there's 20 side effects for the one diagnosis that you have so if you can simply change your thought process and give reiki a try for that common cold try it it doesn't hurt anything the medicine's still there use it if you need to use it but also try it try it you'll be amazed
1: exactly and in letting our reiki Go and surrendering and knowing this is just going through us. It's going to give the healing that it's needed. Let's say we have someone who's having horrific headaches. Well, we don't know what's causing that headache. Their body does. Source does. So when we get out of the way and we send that Reiki, you know, that may be pain in the head, but yet this may be triggered because they're dehydrated. Or something along that line. So the better we are at surrendering and just letting the healing go where needed, oh my gosh, what it can do. What I've seen um, over the years, you know, people with migraine headaches uh, really are a big percentage of clients because that, you know, that disturbs their sleep. They get stressful. They have anxiety. And Reiki is so great for all those types of, you know, Ailments that are very common in the world, very common. Oh, absolutely! It seems like with medication,
2: maybe not all medication, but a lot of it, where it covers up whatever the problem is. And to me, Reiki seems like it it, it, it has a way of helping your body heal itself. So it's not just covering up whatever ailment it is, but it's allowing the body body to heal itself. And, yes, yes, and really provide a better environment overall in the body and not having any side effects because Reiki is nothing but good.
1: Yes. You can't
2: do Reiki and have something bad happen. It just It's always good. Yes. That's what I've seen.
1: Yes. It can do no harm. It is love and light and healing and positive energy. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, there's the whole... Big thing on what it does with our chakras, you know, just balancing our chakras and our luminous energy field. Just getting those in balance makes our body, you know, assists our body in healing itself, becoming healthy. Well, the fabulous part about Reiki and the chakras and the energy is
2: it helps um, with physical ailments, but also helps with emotional. And I think they're tied together. So when you've got a pain in your neck, it's a physical pain, but there might be some mental issues too. And so that's what I see with Reiki is it ties it together. It's a combination of, um, of mental and physical. And so if you're able to work with that, and uh, whether it's stress-related, so you have a stressful job, a stressful life, if you're able to um, perform Reiki and balance it, um, it's going to all work together, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well said. Yes. And as we progress with our training and teaching, the the next session, uh, the next uh, talk here after our next commercial, we're going to talk a little bit about when someone decides to learn Reiki and open that up, a little thoughts, some thoughts on that. And what the, you know, the levels that we raise as we receive more and more training. So, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, I'd like to know more about this Reiki. I'd like to possibly learn the Reiki. Maybe take Reiki level one. And level one is basically... Uh, learning and opening that up and that's going to be about your own self-healing and empowerment and becoming healthy in your own way because as a reiki practitioner you you need your own health you want to be healthy and full of a high vibration because that's just going to make you a more complete tool in the sharing of that Reiki. So level one basically is about you and what it does for your growth and your self-empowerment. So we're going to talk a little bit about that in our next session. We'll we'll let you go for the next commercial break. And... I, Paula, and Naomi, and Jeannie will be back in just a few minutes. And we're also, I will, I have a little question from a listener that I will share. So we will get back to you in a few minutes. Thank you, everyone.
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Are you looking to
0: relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, We offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki,
4: visit us at
0: wellnessinspired.com.
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: And I have two wonderful guests today, Naomi Hansen and Jeannie Van Hove. And what we are talking about today is what it's like to learn Reiki and bring that essence, bring that empowerment, bring that raised vibration and that healing ability, the learning, the training, what it's like to bring that into our life and how that affects us and Jeannie is, there are several levels in learning Reiki with the training and, and what you learn, you progress. Jeannie is at level two, is what we call that, and Naomi is at what's called uh, master teacher. So they both are at a different stair, stairway on the ladder, um, but it is brings us as we go up that stairway it brings us a higher vibration a more sense of knowing a stronger connection to source I remember when I was learning Reiki I'd be at one of the levels and go oh this is so wonderful oh my gosh I love this this is life-changing and I'd go to the next level up and go oh my gosh it's even more you know so (laughs) it it can be really fun (laughs) yes Yes. it can be (laughs) and um Jeannie, you had mentioned something about um you're more of a, a head based. I call it the left left brainer. And I love that <laughs> and I love all research where the left brain <laughs> hooks with the right brain and the Reiki and the scientifics. I love all that together. But tell us how that started with you and what that's done for your heart chakra and just opened up your, your mindset there.
2: Well, when I uh first got my level two a certificate for Reiki. Again, it was a certificate, and I was excited to have that piece of paper. But also, it allowed me to be a practitioner where I could actually uh, use that to uh, help people with healing sessions. And so, I'm always—I've always been the one to do research. Um, when you go in the business environment for 30 years, you kind of get into research. When you get educated in college, it's all about research. And so I've always researched everything, whether it's Reiki, uh, everything. And so, but what I've learned um, as I've gone through the different levels of Reiki is that you have to also rely <clears throat> on your intuition and listen to your heart because your heart uh, communicates and to me that was a huge shift and it was a difficult shift and I'm, I'm probably still working on that to where instead of questioning does it work, does it not work how does it work, why does it work who should do it, who shouldn't do it it's more just being opening and physically and emotionally trying to say I want to listen through my heart and when I do though, when I consciously make that effort I have noticed a difference where things happen and I've always been the one to say you know I'm going to go out and make it happen whatever it is I need to make it happen but I've done a shift and it's been a gradual shift to where um, when I got my level two certificate I'm like okay I'm ready to go open up an office and and do Reiki I'm so excited I've physically felt Reiki on all the practice sessions that I've done and I met a lady who had a, a Reiki table She was selling, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my table. And then she told me about um, an office in a a local office where um, they were, they had some offices um, open, and to check into that. So I went and I got a table and went and checked into the office. And I didn't have a lot of um, money out of pocket to open up my own office. And um, the people that were in the office were massage therapists, and they're like, well, we have. Uh, rooms and there is no charge for it. We just want a percentage when you get your practice going. And I'm like, well, that was pretty wow, amazing. Perfect. That yes. was just totally amazing. And so I'm like, I like, I love to where I'm being gar- guided to that rather than trying to go out and get a business loan and have all the overhead for an office. That wasn't something that I could do at that point. And so it just felt like I was being guided there and it wasn't something where I'm going out trying to make it intentionally happen, but just kind of sitting back,
1: listening, and following where I'm being guided. And it came to you. Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) That was amazing. Oh, I love it. That is wonderful. And Naomi, now that you are at the level of master teacher, and you're finding yourself now teaching and sharing, and and actually um, you've kind of written your own little extra workbook that you use along with your William Lee Rand workbooks and classes and I just think that's so amazing because you know the more we share with our students that's just you're giving and you're sharing what you've learned and what you've pulled in tell us a little bit what that feels for you to be a teacher now
3: I love it it is simply amazing I love being able to share information. You meet so many new people and they are so happy and joyful to be taking this next step. And it's a quite big honor for them to come and ask me to be a part of their journey. Yes. yes. And on their life path, it is a blessing. And... You know, I made my own manual for my students so that they could see completely what each of our symbols that we use are about, about all of the chakras, not just the seven main ones. There are a few other ones, too, and what type of crystals we can use to help those chakras to enhance our Reiki in everyday life, to discuss the crystal grids that we use in our Reiki and basically what that is is when you go to a level 3 Reiki you learn how to work with crystals and place grids and they are really beneficial in sending long distance healing to our loved ones across the world they don't have to be in the same room with us for us to send it to them it's all on intent it's all on our unconditional love in channeling that healing to them in a loving, unconditional way. And crystals, I, I
1: love the grids. I love my crystal healing bed I use with the Reiki. Crystals are such a tool in our Reiki. I, I love that, that you're so excited about the crystals. You know, and oils can be used in the Reiki so many things we can pull into it and you can have your own way of what you pull in and you can share that Jeannie as she progresses there's going to be what she she loves in her practice and isn't it wonderful we can all have this beautiful practice and these different tools we each learn and share with each other I mean, we're just all one big team. Absolutely. The more Reiki in the world, the better. I am just so excited
3: for both of you. I'm excited. I love it. I am excited. I love it. Yes, it's like we're a big Reiki family. Yes. Um, And you were talking about the oils. I actually use essential oils as well. I have them um, going oftentimes in my healing room so they get that aromatherapy, smell of relaxation. And then I also created my own cleansing mist that I spray over my clients at the end of a session, and it's also charged with crystal healing as well. I love it. I love it. Yes. as well as I also made my own oracle cards to use for my readings with my clients and my patients on the table. How fun. I love it. How fun. Isn't it wonderful? Wonderful that
1: we can just all create our own little way of healing. You know, sharing the the Reiki tradition, the, the Reiki what it is, and you know it goes back thousands of years. Um, and we can be a part of that, but yet we can bring in our own personality and our own learnings. And you know what I it's find wonderful,
2: I find amazing. Um, where I I know Reiki has been around for a long time, originating. From uh, Japan, that it they look at it as maybe alternative medicine and alternative like acupuncture, acupressure. But to me, um, because Reiki has been around so long, I don't think of it as alternative. I think of it as a main type of healing um, that's been around, and I think they call it allopathy, where it's it's not an alternative. To alt- because Western medicine is much newer.
3: I, I love that. And so, you know, I've never thought of it that way. You know, I you have are to say something on. about that is I was reading a study from the Mayo Clinic last night about that. And I actually posted it on my Facebook page for my oh. business, Naomi's Healing Touch. Mm-hmm. And what it states on there is that Reiki, as well as several other healing modalities, were used long before Western medicine, yes. and that Western medicine has only been used for about 100 years or so. Exactly, and so yeah. in yeah. this study that the Mayo Clinic did, how fabulous is that? that the Mayo oh, Clinic love did it. this study. <laughs> but on this, it states that more and more physicians have been with the Western medicine because they were not trained with the alternative, quote, unquote, healing medicine. But now they are becoming more receptive, more open, and they're starting to learn. A lot of physicians are starting to learn Reiki and do Reiki on their clients. And nurses. Yes. They are doing Reiki in hospitals. They are doing it in dental offices for post-op and um, before. They are doing it in hospice, Mm -hmm. which is fabulous. Everybody needs a little Reiki. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. everybody needs a little Reiki. And Reiki is so wonderful that it can help so many people, so many things. You know, I'm an animal communicator, and we were talking a little bit about working with animals and the Reiki healing with animals. And one of the things is is um, an in-law of mine has a bunch of horses. and oh, she, love horses. She asked me, you know, <laughs> what's wrong with my horse and I said oh this is off you need to call the chiropractor and just ask them to adjust this part for me please you know this is what the horse is telling me So she calls her chiropractor, and her chiropractor is like, I'm on my way. I want to meet this lady.
4: (laughs) So she shows up,
3: right, and here I'm this person talking to this chiropractor about the horse, and she goes, you know, I thought that was up, but I didn't adjust it. Thanks for telling me. So she was actually able to help do the adjustment right then and there, and I was able to relay that wonderful message for this horse. And I thought it was just so beautiful because without these special gifts – that poor horse would have still been out of whack. Yes. You know? And yes. so, having that great honor that that horse relayed that to me, we can all work together no matter our teachings. We can all work together for each other, whether it's an animal or a human being.
1: Yes, yes. And the energy healing goes way back. I mean, really, it's Mm -hmm. like you said, Jeannie, Mm -hmm. it's not the new healing modality. It's just the new awakening. Exactly. You know, the acceptance coming in, the growing of the Reiki practitioners and the amount of Reiki and... You know, seeing it in cancer care units and with hospice and in hospitals. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to be interviewing an amazing gal in Chicago who actually works in a cancer care unit doing Fabulous. Reiki. Fabulous. Wow. So that's going to be a really fun interview to, to hear what she does. And she actually has a non-profit Reiki clinic. Wow. So, I mean, there's so much... Mm. And seeing it, and there's actually several hospitals now and medical centers, two or three, I was just reading on that, um, right here in Washington State that are acknowledging Reiki, and I love that. And Mm -hmm. I personally would like to see, over the years I've only had a couple clients come to me that are actually reimbursed by their insurance company. So I'm really looking into what we can do, to have Reiki as a healing modality be acknowledged by insurance companies because someone can come and receive Reiki sessions, have that covered, like massages might be, and that's going to decrease their doctor visits. That's going to decrease their illnesses. So if we can all work together to somehow bring that out and and push that kind of open mindset with the insurance companies, if they could see that because they're they're a pencil it in you know money's the right. the bottom line right. there exactly. and really yeah. it would save them a lot of money mm-hmm. because right. how the Reiki you know it can break away and discern a disease six months before it manifests because as Alberto Valalto, who I just love um we're going to be doing a show with him. He's he's amazing and he's wrote some interesting work on uh, luminous energy field. And it's a proven fact. He you know the statistics our energy field tells our DNA what to do. So when we can bring that reiki energy in to work with our energy field, help it be balanced and bring that in into just a healthy Ah, movement, a healthy mode other than full of stress and toxins, you know, and just clean it up. Because that's what Reiki does. I see it as it's like pulling weeds, It's removing the density and (laughs) removing the blocks and and just bringing our our energy into its appropriate balance. So all that is really exciting. So I'm really hoping to see that kind of shift. (laughs) And we're going to let everyone go for another commercial break. And when we come back, we will share a few stories. And I have a question from a listener that I will share. So we'll see you all back in a couple minutes.
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Pola understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more.
0: Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington... We offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com.
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Today is just a great show about learning Reiki. I have two wonderful gals here, uh, Naomi Hansen, a master student, Jeannie Van Hove, a level two, and we're having a lot of fun just talking about what learning Reiki has done for each of us in our life, and um, as I have mentioned, uh, any of you listening out there today can email me at paula at wellnessinspired.com with any questions you might have about Reiki or any Reiki stories you might like me to share. And I have a question that I received from Trinity. She's a level one Reiki practitioner and she said, the biggest challenge I'm having, Paula, is I activate my Reiki, I'm practicing my Reiki, and, and I, my mind just wanders off. Or I'm thinking about what I'm going to do in two hours or whatever. I'm having a hard time settling down into that. Well, what I what I practice with and teach to students is, number one, To help you get down into that quieter mode is just very deep breaths. Deep breathing. Deeper the breaths, better the Reiki, I always say. And just kind of, because breathing is huge. Breathing is huge for us physically, and it's a big piece of our health, whether we do Reiki or not. Good, long, deep breaths. Giving that beautiful oxygen to our body. So get into a nice, deep breathing mode, and... If if I start to get brain chatter or I, you know, even to just sit and think, okay, let it go, you're this big channel. Think of yourself like a pipe. And that Reiki energy is running through you. It's not you, you're just the vehicle. And that beautiful, healing, loving energy is running through you. And your intention, it's very similar to prayer, that connection. But it's if you can't stop thinking about things and then put something in your head like divine light, love, and healing, and just repeat that to yourself, divine light, love, and healing, and that's just going to slow you down. It's going to make you feel good. If you're familiar with the symbols, which are tools we use in the Reiki practice, you can repeat those tools, to your the symbols, those tools, you can repeat that in your head. But just kind of slow down and just bring a nice, nice thought into your head and just repeat that. And if you're thinking and have that intent of healing and love and light, nothing else can get in because you're just quieting yourself and you're thinking of those words. So if that helps a little bit, And
3: Naomi, what's your thoughts on that? So that's oftentimes what I do too. Yeah, me too. Um, But another thing that I do is when that happens to me, which sometimes that does, I'm a mom of three, and so I get all those thoughts in my head too, is I ask my thoughts to just sit with me, but to not chime in, just sit and listen. And at that moment when I do that, it's amazing because i can just get the information that i need you just relax yes and yes. it's just acknowledging them is you can even do that with a headache acknowledge the headache embrace it and then it'll I go away let
1: it go yes. yes
3: and you just gotta let it go and that's <laughs> the biggest part is letting it go right we all want to hold on to everything <laughs> just like as one door closes another opens but yes. sometimes we don't want to let go of that door closing for a fear of what is to come. But sometimes that thing that comes is way better than what we had before. Yes. <laughs> so embrace the change. Oh, I love it. Well said. Jeannie,
1: what, what what do you use on that line? Well, what I have noticed since I'm level two, it's
3: I'm always
2: uh, challenging myself to meditate. And so like anything, meditate, you got to practice, practice, practice. And I notice if I tell myself, don't think about that, don't think about that, if I say that, then of course I'm going to. The mind is like, doesn't want to believe mm-hmm. that. The more you say, don't do it, the more it's going to want to. So you, for me, what I do to get let go of it, I just think of it as a gentle sweep. So if I have a thought that comes in, I'll just kind of gently sweep it out and not be harsh or anything with it. And, just, and that seems to work for me. So I think it just takes more practice. At level one, you're still learning a lot of things. And... You need to just practice meditating more. I read somewhere that you need to meditate the number of hours of your age. So, for example, if you're 50, then you need to meditate for 50 minutes a day. So I read that somewhere. I'm That's not sure where. But yes. um, it's. I think it just comes with practicing and meditating and don't give up. Oh, and actually,
1: <laughs> meditation activates our brain. In one of Alberto Velaldo's book, Power Up the Brain, uh he talks about different studies that have been done and actually like like say monks they have this huge brain activity when we can relax like that and meditate it actually activates our brain and um, think about girls let's try to share with becoming a practitioner what that's done for family, friends, people around you think of a little story you might like to share uh, a personal one for me was about four years ago I got a call in the middle of the night and a fam, family member was injured and I got to the hospital same time the ambulance did. And I was in the emergency room, no one would look at me, they wouldn't let me in the room. So I'm sitting outside this little room. So I mean, what, what do you do? All I could think of was, I'm going to send Reiki through the wall. And I sit there and I sent Reiki through the wall. And at that point, um, some other relatives had joined me and we were taken in a a room and the doctor said don't expect this person to survive and if they do, they're going to have severe brain damage. And then there was a knock on the door and the nurse said to the doctor, you need to come see this. He's awake, he's moving his toes, he knows who he is. And from then, it was a couple weeks in intensive care, therapy. And that family member is now home and, um, you know, has a little bit of short-term brain damage, but is doing absolutely fantastic, absolutely. And the whole time we were at the hospital... Of course, you know I wouldn't leave the room, and except to run home and shower, and I had my crystals in there, Naomi. Yay. But the whole hospital was calling, calling, calling him the miracle, and I come to find out that um, he had actually passed and came back, and the hospital just couldn't believe it. The doctors were talking about it, and you know. So when things like this happen, and it's come so close to us when it's someone we love, but things like this happen, and the medical field, they really don't know what to think about it. You know, there were a few of the nurses coming in, and they were like, right on, you know, do the Reiki. And then there were a few that were like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing, you know? Right. But the more this kind of thing happens out there... The more they're going to recognize it, and I think this is a key that we're seeing more and more scientific studies coming into play, because the left-brainers want to understand this because oh, they're absolutely. seeing it. So, Jeannie, what's your thought on that? Okay, so as
2: a level two practitioner, just you know, fairly new and um, in practicing. Uh, Reiki on family friends and clients and I think the the biggest thing I've no, noticed and just enjoyed is um uh, with my husband Ruben he's an electrician has been for you know probably 15 years or more so he uses his hands all the time and so I swear he's the luckiest man alive because I perform Reiki on him whenever he needs it sometimes I'm half awake and he's his hands hurting <laughs> oh, right there with you <laughs> right there with you my woods so, in
3: construction you know?
2: and it's and the amazing part of that is he's one that's like in the beginning he's like yeah right this that's mm-hmm. not going to work mm-hmm. so as paula knows paula's met him and when he was having back problems and he just thought no it's not going to work but he could to me it's just amazing and i know it's working because i can feel it i feel the heat i feel this like magnetism so i feel this energy and not only do i feel it but the people i'm working on so when his hands are hurting so bad, he can't sleep. And I can sit there and do Reiki on his just his hand for 15 minutes. Um, he feels the heat. He'll feel pain, and then the pain will um, sometimes increase a little. And then 10 minutes later, it is gone.
1: Really so he's,
2: he's come to appreciate my... Um, expertise in Reiki yeah. <laughs> I love it.
1: doesn't that make you feel good and you had a couple words you wanted to share for anyone thinking about learning Reiki what was that well it, when I first
2: started um, looking at I was having headaches and neck problems and so I, I'm looking at massage therapy and then I came across Reiki and I'm like I want to find out more about this so um, there weren't a lot of Reiki practitioners Advertising with their signs everywhere, and so I, I had to research. But I think the biggest thing I can say for someone who's thinking about get, number one, receiving just a Reiki session to help with their pain, um, look for a good uh, Reiki practitioner, somebody that um, has a lot of information that's helpful. That you kind of have a bond with in a way where you can call it resonate to -hmm. where you you feel like they are serious about what they're doing. They're not just in it to make money, but they're really um, invested in what they're doing and they want to see you do well. And so I think that's key because there are different types of uh, Reiki practitioners. And I just feel thankful that I was able to meet Paula and she's helped me on this Reiki journey. So I think it's good uh, when you're thinking of either getting Reiki a session or if you want to go to level one, level two, the master level, just do some research out there. There's a lot of information on the Internet. Of course, me, I research Mm -hmm. everything. But that's what it's out there for. And then you're really going to be getting, um, I think, the best uh, training there is.
1: Thank you. Thank you. That's excellent. Excellent. Naomi, what is your thoughts on someone looking to learn Reiki, open that up, and also if you have a little story you want to share or a little thought you want to put out there for the listeners
3: today? Oh, absolutely. First thing, my husband, he's in construction too. So I have been woke up numerous times, numerous, numerous times they they are so so oh. <laughs> from my husband saying, <laughs> my hand hurts. I couldn't do this anymore. And I totally understand they are so hard on their bodies, you know, bless mm-hmm. them. And the first time I did it, he's like, ah, it's a joke, right? And so I started performing Reiki on him and I just placed my hands by his elbow where it was bothering him and I let the Reiki flow through me to him and it was amazing to see the look on his face (laughs) and then him go, oh my gosh this works. My wife is not nuts. And when listening to him explain it to somebody else, I can't even get it out half the time before he's saying, oh, my wife does this and this is how it feels. So what I would like to do is share with the listeners kind of how they can feel that energy because I think it is perfect to feel it. So I have a little exercise for you guys. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to close your eyes And the reason why I'm asking you to close your eyes is to drown out all the lights, all the background, because I want you to pay attention to your body and how your body feels. Put your feet flat on the floor so you're connected to the earth. And I want you to put your hands together in a position, which we call gashow. And I want you to just kind of clap your hands just a few times. And what we're going to do is get that energy moving through your hands. You don't have to do it loud. It can be quiet. I'm doing it now, actually. And then once that energy is flowing, your hands are together. Now I want you to gently pull them apart and pay attention to how your hands feel. Pull them apart, push them back together, repeat it as many times as you need to. If you can't feel it, clap your hands harder next time. And I want you to be able to feel that energy. It's going to feel like a magnet. And that, my friends, is what Reiki is, is an energy. And that is how it feels to us as we are the channel for the Reiki healing energy.
1: Oh, I love that, Naomi. That is wonderful. (laughs) Thank you. They can do that at home.
3: They can get an idea of what that energy feels like. Yes, absolutely. And anyone that performs Reiki More than likely, oftentimes, it's going to say, let me show you what it feels like. Yes. Anytime someone asks me what it is, I say, simply, can I show you? Yes. And there, they have their proof because we all like proof. Yes. We want to physically see, and sometimes we can't see with our eyes. We have to feel with our heart.
1: Oh, I love that. Well said. Yeah, well good. said. Thank yes. you. Newbies. I call it newbies in Reiki. And, <laughs> and isn't it fun when, when we offer Reiki to someone for the first time to see their reaction and, and what comes of it? And I love it. I love it.
3: Opening that up to people. Yes. I love doing it daily. I do it daily on strangers. Yes. It's amazing.
1: (laughs) Yes, it is. Oh, I am just so honored to have had you here too today. And if this gives anyone out there listening the idea that they might like to try Reiki and maybe even learn it for themselves... That is just absolutely wonderful. We just, the three of us absolutely love our Reiki. And any last words yes, either do. of you to yes, we do. to the world about
3: Reiki, giving it a try and learning? I would just say simply, give it a try, see, and welcome to the family. Yes. Once you experience it, <laughs> yes, you won't go back. It's so beautiful. It's, it's
2: life-changing. It is life-changing. It has totally changed the way I see things, the way I think, and the way I react. So,
1: life-changing. Thank thank you, ladies. Thank Thank you you. so much. And thank you to the listeners. We are so grateful you were here with us today. And blessings and hugs. Thank you.
0: Thank you again for tuning in to For the Love of Reiki.